0: Rom, Rom's back. He had—he was just a monster. He crushed them single-handedly. He threw them around like rag dolls. <laughs> Godzilla versus Tokyo. You know what I mean. All
1: right, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith,
2: part two. Scott Weeby. Part two, Brian Shesko. Yeah. I guess, I guess. Dave, I, I wanna put something out there, and unfortunately, this exposes you a little bit. I love being exposed. Bring it. Oh, okay. Sure. I'm going to leave.
0: Not in that birth. way, Brian.
2: Brian, not in that way. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. No, our world cla- uh, world class production values come from you. Unfortunately, yes. Well, the pod is a, a raw piece of marble and you you shape it into a sculpture each week. I try, yes. I mean, we could just put out what we do, the, the the raw version, yeah, unedited, unplugged version. Sure. that would not be nearly as good. Uh, no, probably not. With that said, however, one thing that we're known for, if you've listened to us for any period of time, you know that we cover the Premier League matches. You know that we give you the fantasy <laughs> analysis you need. We, you know that we sprinkle in the fun segments that you've come to know and love. You know this stuff. You also know that we have a sort of dry humor. We're fast and loose with the financial terms of sure. player values. Uh, you know that you know, we have a lot of running jokes that we do. A lot of that is intentional humor. Sometimes we make it obvious that it's humor. Sometimes we don't. But you there's might. one running gag that I feel like is the most, f- like, unintentional form of humor that we have on this podcast. Yeah. So unintentional, you have no idea what I'm about to say. I, uh, I thought I did, but now I don't. It's the fact that um, we are so inconsistent with our squeaky toy sound <laughs> <setup. laughs> I did. I knew it. You know, I cringed
1: myself. There was something that snuck past me in the last pod. Yeah, it was me saying karma's a <laughs> Yeah, and I I won't miss that one. But I did miss the other one. It was a revisited one. and I don't know how I did it, but I listened back to it. I'm like, oh, Scott's going to kill me. And so, yeah, I, I'm i sorry. I'm sorry for anyone out there who had a child listening. And we we do try to be a family-friendly podcast. That's right. And Man, no
0: worse than PG-13. That's
1: no, correct. No, no. It's not the
2: worst well, thing in the world. Except for when I'm doing my limericks. <laughs>
1: Yes. It's not are, often we get a filthy rimrick, but we do beyond like them R. <laughs> when we get them. <laughs> Anyways, my apologies. Uh
2: I just felt like I needed to put that out there. No, but, I'm you glad know. you did. I'm glad you did. Well done. If people wondered like well, why did they bleep out one and not Yes. We're trying to, you know, it's it's unintentional f- humor. Look, sometimes like it's late at night and I'm falling asleep
1: <laughs> during the pod, and all of a sudden I wake up and realize where I am, and sometimes I miss
2: things. Dave, Dave I don't want you to to admit to people that you fall asleep oh, sure. listening to our podcast. Well, it's it, for me, it's like the third or fourth time. That's anyways. Why, that's where our listens come from. Yeah, it's correct. It's no. just
1: me, honestly. <laughs> it's just me constantly clicking over and over again. <laughs> oh
0: man, Cardiff two. Arsenal three. The back, to the, back to the matches.
2: Victor Camarasa, Danny Ward scoring for the Bluebirds, but it's okay. It's okay, Dave. Mustafi, Abameyang and Lacazette put in just enough for the Gunners.
1: Nothing will jumpstart your offense than playing Arsenal right now. Wow. It's embarrassing. That's true. Hey, you know what, though? A win's a win. Uh, in a way, win. That's probably more than they did all last year. That's Which they really, str-
0: they really struggled away. That is true, Dave. Uh, the, you, you know what the official stat is, right? No, but tell me. No road win until the last match of the season for Arsenal last season. So you have obliterated your away record from last year. Arson who? Yes. Wow. They got they still got a lot of issues to short, sort
2: out.
1: Listen, a away win is a good win even if it's at Cardiff.
2: All that said, Dave, you're the Arsenal fan on this podcast. Yes. Do you own any Arsenal players? I do. Which ones?
1: I actually and and I'm nervous about this. So I wild carded. Okay? I wild carded so you're wild-carding into I, Arsenal. I'm currently in my wild card, so I can make I can still make changes.
2: Before your wild card, did you own any Arsenal? players?
1: I did. I owned Obama Yang. Yeah, okay. And I lost a tenth of a point. Pretty much, if you owned any player, Arsenal player, a tenth of a pound. Is a tenth what you of mean. a pound. Thank you, Brian. Well, Not the tenth tenth. Of I a always point. say points. I always try to just lose tenths of He's points. He's got 14 points. I was wondering how he got 13. And that nine. doesn't yeah, know. happen. Twelve point nine. Twelve point nine. My gosh. is what Obama Yang had dropped to. He was at 11 pounds. So, anyways, uh, I... Hold tight.
2: He'll be fine.
1: I know. I know he will. But it's something that we... Brian, I think you brought up earlier in the season... Lacazette finally started. Right? Yep. Surprise! Right. Finally, no, any, he's any, been your best any player. Any Arsenal fan, any Arsenal fan has been wanting Lacazette yes. and Aubameyang to play they're together. They're bros off the field. We want them starting together. I love their celebrations together. Yes, they, they're
2: amazing. They're boys. They 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 they, they have fun. Son. Forget son. Forget I love those two guys together.
1: Lacazette <laughs> uh, La <laughs> is having fun, and let me tell you something. You can't when, throw out the guy just because he hasn't
2: played in a while. Sure, sure. Hey, listen. <laughs> like, so. No, I no, no. Say, can I just say one thing about it? I'm so sorry. But you I brought up Sun. You responded to my comment about Sun. It's amazing how European football teaches you things about other aspects of life that you have no business knowing about. Like, I can go to a party now and impress people about how South Korean military service works oh, thanks yeah. to European football and sun.
0: <laughs> and yeah. like that's
2: not the only thing either. Like all the time you learn about other things in life. That's true. Like you can impress like you're you become a smarter person when you watch the Premier League. Oh. So true. Back to you, Dave. So I
1: currently back to your question. I currently own a Arsenal player. It was a Yang, but mm-hmm. I've now gone to Lacazette. What? Lacazette wow, is that David. he also dropped a tenth of a pound. He's a nine point four. Yeah. He has now shown me enough. He finally got a start. He had an assist and a goal. Yep. And I think going forward now, I'm kind of I'm kind of rolling the dice here. I'm going to admit that I think this is the lowest he will be. Sure. financially. That's fine. Financially moving forward 9.4, I don't think he's going to be dropping much more, okay? I don't you think Aubameyang is either. You in, know how he'll drop. He'll drop if he'll, he doesn't start he'll again. He'll drop
0: the first week he doesn't start again in blanks.
1: I understand that and I am nervous about that. But my thought being is this. I think going forward Arsenal will be okay. I also listen, I love Obama Yang. I'm not bailing on him. I just think hey, if if it's sort of the Solomon money thing, if if they're both going to perform about the same, then give me the cheaper guy, right? So that's what my thought is. That could end up burning me, but I did gain some money, and I love the way my team's set up right now. So, so we'll see. But Scott, going back to your question, I did own one. Lac- uh, Lacazette finally started. I don't know why anyone would want to own Ozil. I, I would. He had a better second half. But Mesozoal is—I—I I tried to defend him. I've been—I've—I've—I've I've, I've hacked on him. I've defended him. Bye. I, I'm all, all over the place. See ya. It probably—you're saying bye is a not actually purchase. You're you saying say bye. Side, see get, you later. Good bye. Good riddance.
2: Get bye. get yeah. out yeah. of yeah. my get out of my line of vision. He Just is, stay off my TV. He, he he's get lo- the he, he, away from my league. He's so lukewarm. He is a little squirrel. Who has a weak? I don't even know what I want to say right now. I I don't I don't like anything about the guy. Just, and the fact that he got a new manager in, and now you know he wants him to toughen up, but Urzel can't. Like he's is incapable of being tough. I agree with that. Yeah, get out of
0: here. Just yeah. go away. I, I don't think he's going to last. Just go long. play in
2: Turkey. Like finish your career and not, at Galatasaray. Okay? Well, it's not Just like they,
0: it's not like they don't have a guy who is a better choice for what they're trying to do anyway. Aaron but, Ramsey, right. Who is. Playing basically can play where he where Ozil does, yeah. Can do it, can do it the same way, and is more attacking anyway, and more but, pressing. Like in other words, right. like when
1: Ramsey's in the game, he is able to move up and help put Liverpool style pressure right. on the, the back backline of the defense. And Ramsey's intensity
0: box to box is exactly what Ozil seems to be not able to do.
2: There are two types of bad guys when it comes to any kind of drama. There are the ones that you love to hate, and those are the really great bad guys. Like you just love – like you want to see them so that you can hate them. Like like they're the ones who create the drama by creating a type of bad that you love to hate. Right. And then there's the bad guys that you just hate. Right. it De- Diego Costa. Get away. Just go. Diego Costa, it was a bad guy you loved to hate. Right, right, right. Like, you didn't love him at all, but you you needed him to counteract the good. Urzel just needs to go away. I I, I don't even want to hear his name anymore. All right. I have a
0: second question for you, Dave, an Arsenal question. David, will Arsenal keep a clean sheet in one match before (laughs) Christmas? (laughs) Over or under one clean sheet before Christmas? Over or under .5. .5.
2: Will they have one? So, over or under .5 between now and Christmas. Yes. Dave,
0: you're on the spot.
2: I think he's looking up the schedule right
0: now. Mm-hmm. I would like to think it doesn't matter, but <laughs> they, they'll get they'll get one home to Huddersfield
2: on nah. on December Phillip 8th. Philip Billing Philip Billing's going to score another goal. <laughs> I'm calling I mean, right now.
1: I think they'll get one. Look, Emery Emery is is a defensive coach. I'd like to think that they can work this out. One thing that will help everything with, with who. Let, Unai, listen to what I have to say. Lucas Torreira is a start to fixing your defense. Granite Xhaka is a start to fixing your defense. I'm sorry, get Dave. Xhaka out, get Torreira in. Your defense will instantly get better
0: not when Jaka's putting the putting corner kicks on Mustafi's head like he did he bought himself another start next week at least let's though. hope yeah. not honestly let's hope not it's it, just pathetic
2: what happened to nacho
0: uh, the same thing that happened to Hector Bellerin. Both uh, allowed two goals. Uh, since the defense allowed two goals, they both lost a point, And both Hector Bellerin and Nacho both received a yellow card in this match. So they both ended with zero. Not the good. Nacho Bellerin uh, either or continues to stay at a wash.
2: Yeah. Well, one thing that we know for sure. Dave was having a major complex during this match over Bobby Reed's name on the back of his kit. He was. Now, we've talked a lot about Bobby Reed on this podcast. There is nothing hard about saying the name Bobby Reed. No, love it. No. Great. Yeah. You you were very high on Bobby Reed in our uh, season you, preview. You could Absolutely. make the
0: argument, and I'm sure you could show easily that it is a uh, two first names. Yeah. Uh, always always <laughs> a crowd pleaser, as one of our favorite fantasy uh, sports people it likes to say.
2: That's true. Now, he has not been off to a blazing start to start the season, but he did create some drama for us on Slack by having a weird name on the back of his kit, which you noticed for the first time in this match.
1: I did, and what was funny is what was what was so funny to me was the fact that I could never get a clean screenshot of of what what it said like every single time it was in passing it wasn't like he was taking a free kick and, and and the the cameras were behind him so it was just quick glances and
2: i could never even get a piece of what it said so we figured now is the time to go ahead and have brian jay give him the how to say treatment so
0: brian take it away you guys want to do a how to say about this <laughs> sure i believe that's what we said yeah sure you guys want music is there gonna be music on it i'm sure we could work something out music for this week's how to say will be the song stylo by gorillas please stylo s-t-y-l-o when you're looking it up dave this week's how to say is just a click away on most internet browsers or search bars but for dave's sake by all means let's learn how to say this guy's name thank you we, are, we, already you. know, we already know this striker's name is Bobby Reed, but as some folks were wondering this summer even, what is the deal with the extra name on the back of his jersey?
1: In front of Reed. It was something hyphenate, hyphenated that Reed. That name,
0: David, he explained in a tweet about a month ago, is his mother's surname. Oh. Bob said that he wanted to represent her because of the hard work that she's done.
1: Of course. That's very noble. Everyone
0: loves their mother for the most part. Yeah.
2: Not everyone.
0: Not everyone, everyone. But most. many, many human beings alive. That name, Dave, to complete this week's How to Say, is none other than De Cordova. De Cordova, B-E-C-O-R-D-O-V-A, De Cordova. De Cordova-Reed, and
1: that's
2: his that mother's surname. his
0: name is on his jersey, yes.
2: Now, how is it possible that he can just do that? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, that's something it's a, we need to it's research. That's a very valid point. There like, are a lot of names on the back of kits where it's like, why is that that guy's name? Well, why does Marcus Alonso,
0: use... why does he have M Alonso? on the back of of his, or Kun Aguero. Yeah. I mean, many of these players are just going to have...
2: Is it Sergio Aguero, or Sergio Kun Aguero or mm-hmm. K Aguero? If only there were a way. If only. And Pedro's Pedro. Yes. You know, and there are other guys well, who have talked their about first Robert, name
0: and last initial. We've talked about Roberto Firmino's name before. Right. He has like 12 other names. That's In, true. in between Roberto and Firmino in yeah. real life.
2: I mean, there's definitely a uh, world you know geographical answer to this to some extent but there's also got to be a standard and i'm going to research that for us at some future date
0: look just it's worth mentioning that mctarian finishes uh, with one lousy minute
1: surprise no mctarian start
0: nothing nothing looks worse for people who the many people who transferred Who
1: transferred him in scott they a lot of people did exactly what you did with pedro and then McTarion comes in in the 89th
0: minute. I can't, I, I would believe many people went from Richarlison to McTarion if they had the money to do it.
1: Very, very possibly, yeah. Uh,
0: one lousy minute, and uh, and it looks really terrible whenever you see 90, 90, 91 <laughs> on the list of, uh, of minutes. Especially late.
2: leading into an international break. Yeah. It feels
0: unnecessary. Dave, you don't think that that's a sign of things to come? You feel okay about him going forward?
1: Mctarian, really good question.
0: No, I don't.
1: It was also weird. Alex Awobi, who's not injured, wasn't even listed with the team, right? So I mean, they have other guys, and Mctarian and Awobi have, have they've started games together on opposite wings. They have guys to play there. I, I just, yeah, man. I, there's a part of me if I'm a Mctarian owner, which I'm not. Yes, I would be absolutely nervous. I, I know this. Abamyang starting every match. Lacazette. I think moving forward, we'll be starting every match. and I know I'm taking a gamble there. Victorian scares me.
2: Last thing I'll say on this is that I, I feel for Lacazette a little bit. A lot of the talk in the last week has been about the Champions League and Europa League group stage draws. Lacazette you know, spent a lot of time at Lyon, who is in the Champions League this season. I know. And now Lacazette's at Arsenal.
1: And they're in the Europa League.
2: He's back in the Europa League. I know. He can't get to the Champions
1: League. I know. It's so dumb. Maybe it's him. Maybe maybe, maybe it'll change this year. Mm. There's Here's to hoping. I don't think this
2: is the year. (laughs) Maybe not. Burnley nil, United 2. All the goals scored by a guy named Romelu Lukaku.
0: Rom! Well, yeah, two things. So, Rom's back. I mean, I think his 12 touches inside the 18-yard box, which is uh, significant. Uh, five shots all inside of 18, four of those on target, which is I mean, he had to, He was just a monster. He crushed them single handedly. He threw them around like rag dolls. <laughs> Godzilla versus Tokyo, you know what I mean?
2: But this is Burnley at <laughs> turfmore I mean, this is... Well, I know.
0: Not to go back to your terrible pun headlines, Scott, but I want you to say it again. Turf... For... Wait, what was turfmore, it? Turfmore Fortress no more. more? Perfect. <laughs>
2: uh actually i think i said mortris or something i oh, think he did so bad. Yeah.
0: five shots for rom inside of 18 yards against spurs as well only two of those aren't target but this is after he had three touches inside of 18 yards and two shots against brighton and nearly nothing in his brief cameo appearance appearance against Leicester in week one but he was subbing on obviously after world cup absence but no, this is uh, this is the monster Lukaku that I think people hope for. Whenever and sur- sh- surely what Manchester United fans were hoping for when you signed him in the first place, he destroyed them.
2: Yeah, that's valid. You, do you think we should be jumping on the Lukaku train moving forward?
0: Well, so I get the ownership. But you know, the ownership for Lukaku is not. You know, it's not nearly as high as it could be and a big i'm sure you know a big part of that one is you know uncertainty of his starts after the world cup he's only at, he's at 7.4% which is higher than i would have guessed and i'm sh- and i think the biggest part of that is who else were you starting with Yang had the better had a, had a great summer Everyone got on Aguero to start the beginning of the season, so it was Guardi, s-
2: Firmino, are options who are cheaper. Right, and so yeah. if
0: you, were, yeah, depending on what your solid strategy was, you were probably going with Firmino over Lukaku. I just think there were way other, you know, way more people. Even Kane. I mean, even if you were starting with Kane, as soon as Kane was starting in week one, that's
1: and silly. No,
0: no one's jumping to
1: him yet. He's at thirty six thousand transfers in. Right. Well, right? That, that's which, exactly which is not it.
0: high because because. You can't do it. The money doesn't allow for it, and I can't imagine too many teams are going to have two $10-plus strikers on the on the roster. You're picking one of those guys. I have two. And most of the people, I think, are picking Aguero. The transfers in on Aguero would would reflect that.
1: People going from maybe Obama Yang who had dropped to a 10.9, maybe to Lukaku, I could easily see that because Lukaku's at 11, right? Yeah. So I could see that. I, I have gone with up until this point in the season, Aguero and Obama Yang. And Obama Yang has just been slower. I, I'm not I have faith that the goals will come. Yeah. I just think now, again, I've already said it that Lacazette it, it I think he and Obama Yang might have similar outcomes moving forward goal wise, and therefore Lacazette's just cheaper. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. But someone could have actually absolutely two eleven dollar strikers
2: we haven't said it enough this season even though we said it enough last season that part of the appeal to Romelu Lukaku has been that Mourinho likes him and will play him when he's healthy yeah he is one of the few guys who is probably rotation proof in the United lineup and that probably hasn't changed this season it certainly hasn't to this point so there is there are arguments for Romelu Lukaku and at the end of the season if you have them all year long, regardless of one individual week's performance, are you going to be happy? Probably. I think so. That, maybe now's the
0: time. Last season, I mean, we said it a lot. There goes Romelu Lukaku being being good again. Yeah. Now he, two he, other. He, he, this is not. I mean, two a brace from Lukaku is not a surprise. No. I mean, he, it's but it's not. I wouldn't. Exp, you know, he didn't get it a lot last season, but you did get. A goal. You did get an assist from him. so yeah. no, He's a very good own.
2: Now, there are two other United players who lost points for various reasons. Marcus Rashford earning a red card for his head-to-head contact on, uh, I think it was Phil Bardsley. Yes, it was. Uh, and then Paul Pogba, who as long as he keeps doing the longest run-up to a penalty ever, I'm going to be okay every time he misses one.
1: Yes, yeah, Scott. As long as he continues to do the Zaza run-up. Uh,
0: he's going to be not good. Well, he's still good. That's the that's the thing. So even with the miss, he still made five of his last seven right penalties.
1: But the Zaza uh, thing's not helping him.
0: No, it, it it would make me wonder if there's a senior uh, executive player on the pitch at the time of the next penalty. If the senior, uh, if the <laughs> right. senior player does not uh get the get the nod to take the penalty someone like I don't know Juan Mata for for any Pogba maybe, maybe Alexis he's too, too mild mannered to but, take it from but Pogba But what I'm saying is the whole point of Pogba taking the penalties was that he was he had made 4 of 5 uh well, no, I guess he would be six because he's made two this season. Right. so he's six of eight. It's more likely
2: yeah. that Lukaku will take the next one. Well, he was off though. That's the thing. Lukaku was
0: missing a whole bunch. That's what. That's why that's Lukaku why lost the job thinking. in the first place. Yeah. So I, I. I mean, it could be any of those guys. I mean, you know how what happens when a guy misses. I Bottom know. line is, this is
1: look. Let's address this. In three out of four games, United's attempting a penalty. So, for whatever reason, I'm sure each one has been completely separate. But the penalty taker right now for Manchester United has some form of value does for Pogba owners should they be worried about this because Pogba has been
2: producing when he scores penalties well but that's that's been production well so let's you've been saying a lot you know uh, this week Dave that we're in the prediction business so United's result was a little different here than their past couple of results Moving forward, is this what we should expect from United? Can we go back to De Gea and Valencia based on their clean sheets? And can we expect a Paul Pogba penalty kick goal this time and a Lukaku brace moving forward to give us options from Manchester United?
1: Their upcoming schedule is at at Watford, home to Wolves, at West Ham, home to Newcastle. I like their schedule moving forward. I do not own Pogba and I do not own Lukaku, but I do own... One
2: Luke Shaw. And he had a decent week again this week. And 11, so one four, thing. 11-4, 1-5. We, we've
1: said, Brian, you were the first on this. You, like, we like Shaw. We like Shaw's talent. And then we've always questioned. Look, Mourinho's kind of hated on Shaw for like the last two years, so it yep. seems. And so with Valencia and Ashley Young there, who have always gotten the nod of, in front of him, is he going to get playing time? Well, I have now seen that he's getting playing time. Yep and he's getting touches marcus Alonso style in the box
0: right yeah he's it's he he seems to have overcome the the main issue which was is is he going to maintain a starting spot when everyone's healthy again right. when antonio valencia is back when is diego dallo going to get going to get a, a run here at some point is ashley young the first choice in on either side and so far luke shaw's been been playing really well
1: at 5.1 badillion pounds is there many other better backs fullbacks at that price playing
0: no the only the only option the immediate option are the ones that we've mentioned already with Chowell and Pereira from and, Leicester and Holovas at four point seven. Holovas now creeping up there, closer to five. And so, yeah, there are, there are options, but Luke Shaw is not. I mean, the the question up to this point has been like, what in the world happened to Manchester United that they're d- defensively they were just getting kind of kicked around here, and they were not doing what you come had come to expect of them, uh, you know, through through a lot of the season last season, so far so far this season. Scott, the, the, to answer your question. I feel like the
1: beginning season defensively for United has been an anomaly, and it will absolutely correct itself.
2: I wouldn't look at anybody who owns Luke Shaw and uh, judge that decision at this point in the season. However, I would say that if you're bringing Luke Shaw in, you need to be ready, just as ready, to pull him out once he's out of favor. Sure, I agree. I'm going to add another, since we're talking about a defender here, I'm going to add something else here and say that, you know, one of the things you've said a lot in the season preview pods and leading up to the start of the season is that no one ever plays five defenders. If there was ever a time to play five defenders as a viable fantasy strategy, wouldn't you agree now might be the time? It's so true. Of course it happens when I say that, right?
1: But, yeah, I have to admit this is the first time ever that it does seem viable. And ironically, I mean, look, there's just a lot of, and, and, and a lot of these defenders are getting these points not from clean sheets. No, It's from attacking.
2: It's from attacking. It's what Brian referenced. Defenders. It's not clean sheets. It's defenders. Yeah. And bonus goals. points. That's right.
0: It's what I, I mean, even in the preseason, it was why, you know, I I, I said I, I wanted to favor the the left and right backs. And so far this season, people have been so much on left back. You know, the left back position has been so productive I mean, it's really? the
2: same thing in baseball. Like left-handed hitters are always a more valuable commodity than a right-handed hitter. Like it's the same thing in soccer. Left back, if you can, if you can kick well with your left foot primarily,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you're a more valuable commodity than a guy who can kick with his right foot.
0: As far as Rashford goes, too, just a reminder that he's out until West Ham on the 29th. Uh, not like many people are owning him anyway. Phil Bardsley,
2: what a veteran move. Yeah. What a veteran move. Didn't do any good for his squad in this match, but what a veteran move. Hey, I just have one question about Burnley. I don't think we need to talk about them anymore after this. You know, Joe Hart had 10 points thanks to his penalty save, but now that Burnley are out of the Europa League and they've got an international break to regroup, will we see a return to Burnley form, or will we continue to see the train wreck that we have seen to this point? I'm concerned about
1: Burnley. I like Burnley, and I like Sean Dyche. I am concerned with their performances compared to the last two seasons. I'm nervous for Burnley.
0: Well, the I mean, you even said it, the fact that you had to say Phil Bardsley's name in this match and not Matt Loton. Right. Who I mean, Matt Lowton was starting, and Stephen Ward also did not, uh, did not play in this match. Who was on the other side? Or
2: even Kevin Long. I mean, these well, are guys we talked about at length last year. Well,
0: but yeah, I mean, me and Tarkowski are the are the main stars. The the other Wait, guy, you,
2: you and Tarkowski, <laughs> Ben me, Brian.
0: Yeah, Ben me, me, Benjamin me, not myself. <laughs> okay, Ben right. me and Tarkowski. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh sorry. Good, good one. <laughs> no, the other guy is. Um,
2: Come on, you're the master of puns and how to say, give me one.
0: No, that's I'm, I agree. It's a good one. What's the uh, other guy? Who did they sign? Charlie Dave, Taylor. No, Charlie Taylor was the other starter in place of Stephen Ward. Ben Gibson. Yeah. So we haven't seen Ben Gibson yet. I
2: wonder where he is.
0: He's, he's still working up to match fitness and recovering from that's injury. That's disappointing.
2: I expect well, more from Ben Gibson.
0: Well, he's got to beat and he. So you're banging Ben Gibson's drum. Look, we saw it last season with it. It's, it's Joe Hart now. It's Nick Pope after Tom Heaton. Right. It's Matt Lowton winning the job back only after he got after Phil Bardsley took it from him after he got hurt. Like it's Sean Dyche sticking with guy who's playing well in position. So I can't ask any more is this the last week that we see Joe Hart? Because Joe Hart was really good in this game. I have to stop asking the question, which is really sad. I guess we're not going to see Tom Heaton at all until Joe Hart gets hurt. He was in the Europa League
2: match. Right. So that tells you a little bit there. The fact that Joe Hart was the starter again in this league match means Heaton is the cup keeper. Yeah. He's the cup
0: keeper right now, which is which. Uh, and unless it's just that Joe Hart is placeholder until Nick Pope is is healthy again, I, but I just wonder with Sean Dice's with his with his rotation that that Tom yeah. Heat or that uh, Joe Hart doesn't keep the shirt even even in the event that Pope comes back healthy. He
2: Someone's might not be a bad. S- he might
0: not be a bad. He's not a bad buy. And if you look if you look ahead and Burnley's schedule coming up, which is getting which is getting much better. Joe Hart seven saves here gets the penalty save on Pogba. I'd say just like a heroic effort overall. Really good performance from Joe Hart. Oh, there was one other guy. No, no. Burnley got way too much. No, it was a it was a Manchester United. Guy. Oh, okay. Look, it's just that Jesse Lingard played good. That's right. That's it. That's fair. Jesse Lingard was good. He had four shots. He had you know Lukaku had five, but Jesse Lingard put four shots. Had four shots in the match. He already has eight shots for the season. He's tenth best in shots overall in the Premier League.
1: To your credit, this is about the time last year where Jesse Lingard started to develop some uh, extra playing time and then form right around this time last year.
0: He's only three point three percent owned, and he's less than seven dollars. He's dropped in price from seven to six point eight. So I just think he's like not. I don't think he's an all that crazy differential guy as your as a midfielder. Brighton two,
2: Fulham two. Glenn Murray with a brace that's countered by Andre Sherla and Alexander Mitrovic. You can't ignore these guys anymore on Fulham.
0: Scott, you can't ignore these guys anymore on Fulham.
2: Yet another forward that I I don't. I don't. I'm talking about
0: Sherla with my wild card, Alexander Mitrovic.
1: All right, let's let's
2: talk Sherla first. I'm
1: talking
0: about Sherla.
2: Scott, Ryan just referenced
1: it. Mm -hmm. You you. Been on record. On, listen, sometimes we're right, sometimes we're wrong. You've yeah. kind of been on record poo-pooing Shirla. Yeah. Where do you stand on Shirla currently?
2: He'll break down.
1: Okay. Okay. That's fair. Look, look, we things happen. Are you saying that out of you actually think that or just a little bit of spite?
2: Uh no, I don't I don't think he's a, a long term He's not someone I, even with a wild card that I would bring in. He's five point nine. Don't care. Arguably
1: this is, will be the cheapest that he will be probably, uh, considering that mm. his ownership is 4.7. Don't care. And he has 55,000 transfers in already.
0: Now, if I'm going to Mitrovic. If Fulham was not playing Manchester City after this break, Charlotte would be a top five transfer you think? in. You think? Because of price and because of stats. But I think the hesitation is... Do you really want to bring in kinda of any of these guys for a match against Manchester City? Here's Mitrovic my... is the one guy. Mitrovic can do it. I'm not I'm, I'm not afraid of Mitrovic against Manchester City defense. But I even still I don't think you're happy about having to bring in those guys to play that match.
2: But we're big into maximizing your points per pound, and I'm looking at another midfielder at a cheaper price with more points overall and that's Sari. His teammate
0: Sure.
1: At but a five point four, his price like Shirley's had also dropped.
0: Yeah, and then he had his wonder strike last week, and, and then, then he, this week he, you know, he, he adds up. an assist. Right now,
2: with that said, I think Sherla has a higher ceiling.
1: Also, I'll say this, and I this is a stat I'm really trying to pay attention to this year. Guess who's got a total of four bonus points overall, but two bonus points in the last two weeks is Siri. So, like, that goes for something as well. I'm telling you, the more guys you have on your team that normally and or weekly collect bonus points, it will absolutely mask when they don't score goals and when they don't score assists.
2: Speaking of Mitrovic, he ended up making kind of a boneheaded play that led to the fact that this match ended in a draw. Yeah, it was really dumb. One of two... One of the two Glenn Murray goals was a penalty kick because no. Mitrovic ended up handling the ball probably accidentally. It seemed that that, that was the case. Yeah, he didn't mean to touch it. He didn't intend to touch it, <laughs> right? Intent. But, but it's what happened, and it happened in the penalty area, and it led to a Glenn Murray penalty kick goal that yeah. resulted in a draw for this match. Now, after the match, this is leading up to the manager quarter of the week for us this week. Remind me, you did a how to say, Brian. How do you say the manager's last name from Fulham? Yokanovich. Yokanovich spoke quite frankly about how this play went down and what it meant for this result. Sure. But and in the end, I love, I'm just going to tell you what I love about this quote up front before I even read it. I love the fact that this is one man, the manager, yeah. talking about another man his player right this is a man-to-man type of quote yeah. this is not a this is not a manager talking down to a player this is a man-to-man, man-to-man quote Man. yep and i think this speaks to yokanovich's skill as a manager okay he didn't need to ask for any apologies i interpreted as bad luck a mistake i don't need to explain to him that he doesn't need to touch the ball in this situation he's a strong enough lad to keep going he made one mistake okay and from another side, he scored the goal. He was fighting really well. He played at the level like he started in the Premier League. And I don't want to complain and point the finger at my player. I cannot find any sense in doing so. That's, fair. That's man management right there. Yeah. That's a man looking at another triangle-shaped man and saying, he's good. <laughs> yeah. He's good. He doesn't need me to berate him and talk down to him. I like that. I like the, what that says about his ability as a manager.
0: Hey, look, Brian, Dave, here's what you're getting. This is... To go back, not to run this over again. Yeah, jean michael Sari. Yeah, did not make one touch anywhere near the eighteen-yard box. Is that bad? It's not. <laughs> it's not what you want from someone who's compared
1: uh, to Sherla. Is that is there? Is there? Yes. So okay.
0: Sherla, first of all, has he's tied with Danny Ings and Callum Wilson right now for the third most total shots of in, anyone in the Premier League. He's wow. taken fourteen shots. Wow. He and Sari both finished with two key passes in this match. Mitrovic is third overall in shots; he is eighteen. Fulham's a shooting team. Yes. So Andre Sherla is tied with Danny Ings and Callum Wilson. They have, they all have fourteen shots on goal for the wow. season, which is a lot considering Alexander Mitrovic is third overall and he has eighteen shots right. for the season. Three shots each for Scherla and Mitrovic in this match. Sherla finishes with two key passes, the same as Sari did in this match. So okay. like. Sherla's involvement is way more offensive. Is way more offensive than Siri. It, and and it's something that as long as he's going to keep shooting, if he's going to keep shooting here. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's oh. definitely something that's repeatable. It's Ryan? definitely something that like the yes, the question is, yeah, is he going to could he break down? Is it going to be a matter of of rotation or minute management. No, here it's a point, matter
2: of you're not going to own more than one full-on player, and that one Fulham player is going to be. Well, hold on,
1: they they do play in different positions, and these midfielders are cheaper. I think it's a valid point to give it a look, Brian. If you had Siri, got two games with two <sighs> bonus oh, points in each of the games.
2: I want to. I just want to make clear that Dave is not referring to that womanly voice on your Apple iPhone. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's true. He's referring to the French midfielder Sari. on Fulham. Sari, should I say Sari? Yes.
1: Not, not Siri, but Sari. <laughs> Ryan, Sari is, Sherry hasn't got any bonus points, but Sari has. So I'm asking you right now, one is a 5.4, Sari. One is a 5.9, Sherry. If, if you had to pick one today, which one would you pick?
0: I mean, I want the attacking guy. I mean, you I want, want Sherry. You yeah, want the guy no, I, who's I'll, just
1: launching shots at the goal. Yes. I, I want not the- accumulating bonus
0: points at all. <laughs> no, it's not I don't think that's a I don't think that's really the question. I'm, right. I'm surprised he hasn't. I mean it's a, I think it's surprising that he has he scored goals in back to back weeks and ends with zero bonus points. I feel like it's weird. That means he's not doing anything else. Except shooting. No, I just told you he's doing. He is doing other things. I just think you know. Yeah, of course. You you want the guys that are gonna be stat stuffers if you can get them. I just think. Right. Sari's, Sari's goal yeah. was the flukiest goal that you're ever going to get when well, he sure. scored. Is he scored it from fifty yards away? I mean, it's <laughs> right. it was a rocket, and he deserved it. But is that is that repeatable? No, no. absolutely no. not. So a game like that where he scores a goal from forty yards. And also does his normal passes and stuff like that? Sure. Like, you know, you'll be really happy if you get something like that. I just can't imagine he's going to do that ever again. Right. So that, so that's, that is my entire, my, that would be my entire choice. The reason why I pick Sherla is just because, like, he's, he's wildly active here. Right. Scott,
1: confession time for me a little bit. This is my mea culpa, Okay. I don't even know if I'm using that term correctly. Probably not. So far, so good. Last season, I lived and died on the, the Salah, this, this train will end Salah, right? Like, this can't keep going. Yeah. I don't hate Mitrovic. Mm-hmm. I don't think this rate is sustainable.
2: Mm.
1: I don't think he's going to score 19-plus goals. I think he'll be between 12 and 15. 15 might be the number, right? Okay. But he's at, okay a, with-
2: he's at his rate is higher than that right now. Wouldn't you be okay with fifteen though? Sure. Like I'm, again, I'm not hating price? on
1: Mitrovic, but right now he has over two hundred thousand transfers in, okay. and and I just don't think. But what does that
2: mean? His price.
1: His price has gone up two tenths of a pound. He's up to six point 6- seven, and I guarantee you, before next match week, it'll yeah, be it'll go six point eight.
2: That's still an okay third forward price.
1: I know. I just don't feel
2: like. Dave, points are points. Points
1: are points. I don't know why. I don't
2: know why. I like Mitrovic I, 15 goals from your third forward? Are you kidding me? I'll take that for my first forward. Your third, sure. I don't know what's
0: going on there. Glenn what's Murray. going on is he's kicking the ball into the net. A lot of so, shots. So A is lot, lot of, shots. of times.
2: So is Glenn Murray. The guy is ageless.
0: Yes. Uh, Glenn Murray, the dad joke of Premier League players. Players think, I'm not going to fall for it this time. And yet, he somehow still gets them. Yeah. He keeps doing it.
1: Yeah. Glenn Murray. I I just. Glenn Murray was the reason why I want to bet against Scott last year.
0: That's true. Uh, Their schedule, like, just just so you know, I mean, even with Spurs, Manchester City coming up here in in two of their next three, just a reminder that Glenn Murray scored against Arsenal and Liverpool last season. If he's back on penalties, which he appears appears to be right. after Pascal Gross, right. Pogba, his uh, his penalty uh, matchups and, matchups against City and Spurs aren't completely useless for him. He's taken eight eight shots so far this season, which yeah. is the which is the tenth best overall. He put four of those on target. Nice rate. I'll take a fifty percent on target rate from my from a striker at any point. And he's got this. It's just like look. It's the same number of on target shots that. Raheem Sterling, or Roberto Pereira, or Roberto Firmino, or even a uh, major threat Skrondon Mustafi have oh. put on on goal. So Don't you dare say Skrondon? Look, I just think that it's not a terrible, uh, not a terrible buy either.
2: Palace nil, Southampton two. No Zaha, big problem. Danny Ings and Hoybier scoring the goals for the Saints.
0: Uh for a game that ended two nil, it sure shouldn't have been two nil. Crystal Palace had uh Crystal Palace had a lot of chances. I here. feel
1: like this was the shock result of the weekend.
0: Yeah. You don't expect Southampton to go to you don't expect Southampton to go to Crystal Palace no, and win two nil. Not at all. And it was one nil. It was a breakaway at the very end uh, I forgot this, Brian. That that made it two nil. So- Surprise <laughs> Nozaha. Yeah. Um, Look, the point is that this is yet another example of uh, the reason why the surest place that you can find injury information is social media. The world we live in is a world where someone texts a player's brother about the availability or the, the fitness of a certain player, and then when he gets a response, he tweets that answer to the world. It's just unreal. Uh,
2: that shouldn't be.
0: You, you would think not. Wh- However, you I should also
2: have to curate my Twitter feed to find all the brothers of all the players <laughs> of all the clubs in all the leagues. It's true, yeah, you probably should.
1: I know, but it's starting to become necessary, Scott. This is a, in what for world we live. Son of a. F- <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh-huh. I get it. Yeah, I
2: get it. And obviously, I'm a Zaha owner.
0: You're right. Now, you can also see from said player's Instagram account that he's fit enough to participate in six aside trainings this week. So it's not like this is it's the, the availability and fitness level of, of Wilfred Zaha seems to be uh, better than probably the 50% triangle says on his name.
2: Okay, week one was one thing. Since then, Wayne Hennessey's had some decent scores, but it's it's all Zaha. It's, it's Zaha or nothing for Palace, right? I mean, or, I mean, let's just let's or just Hennessey, be but sure, yes, Zaha, or Hennessey. Uh, maybe. I mean, obviously, oh, you don't get Bissaka. much out of Wan Bissaka here. Juan, you're talking about the same Wan Bissaka who screwed up
0: this week. Wan right. Bissaka, look, Wan Bissaka, I agree. Wan Bissaka was put in another position where he could have taken down. <laughs> on the breakaway to get himself another red card and he and he refrained so (laughs) why is it to a goal and it led to a goal
2: look it's the curse of
0: being fast when you can catch up to the play but not just quite enough that's true no to
2: actually deny the goal scoring opportunity i i I, look owning juan bisaka is not is not bad you, you got to be ready for the bad with the good. Right now, I've gotten. More you got to be ready for a
0: guy who costs four point one and who is a starter. That is the whole point of having him. Sure, he, he is a he is a guaranteed start. Okay, and great. How's his schedule On, is still good? Almost
2: no one had him in week one. If you bought him after his twelve, you've got negative two
0: points. Sure, but you, this is why you have him. Negative
2: two points compared to a four pound price is a negative points per pound brian
0: oh listen you've gotten
2: more bad than good since you've owned him
0: i am not advocating buying him and playing him every single week i'm saying that you have a guy who is a surefire starter who cost four dollars leave him as your fifth defender there is there is two
2: i might want to play five defenders if you don't
0: then, if, go, then do it, sure. and buy an extra guy for a dollar and take a dollar out of your midfield or out of your, your striker. No, you take right. it out of forward.
2: Right now, this is not a forward league right now.
1: Right, right.
2: now, this is a defender, midfielder, league, midfielder
0: second, yeah. forward, third.
1: Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that.
0: If you're going to play, yes, if you want to play as a strategy five defenders, then do not own... By any means, do not own Juan Bisaka. <laughs> that is not the guy you want as your fifth defender if you plan on regularly playing five defenders. Yes. However, he, I makes agree. It, he makes it possible for you to have That's correct. four top-tier defenders and put $2 anywhere else in your team. That's correct. Or a half dollar or a dollar or whatever. I All mean, let's. Right, it's the whole point of having L- cheap let me,
2: guys. Let me just say, and I'm going to be double talk here. If I use my wild card, he could very well end up in my squad as <laughs> my fifth defender. Sure. I mean, let's be honest. No. But but the point remains, yeah. Like it's still fact. Over the last three weeks, and I know he didn't play one of these matches, but over the last three weeks, negative two points. Right. Negative two. I understand
1: that point. I don't think that will continue. Southampton, let's talk about him, Danny Yings. He's Still, worth owning. Still on him. 78,000 have transferred him in. Of course Still they did. under six he's pounds. Six, he's 6.1% owned. Danny Ings, if he can fight those blisters, Brian, it's going to be fantasy relevant. Correct? He's got two weeks
0: to get over them. Correct? Seven more touches inside 18 yards, two shots, one goal. He outtouched Shane Long and Charlie Austin combined wow. in this match. I, noticed, I know Charlie Austin subbed on, but. In addition, had two key passes during his time on the pitch. Like Danny Yang's at 5.5, which 5.6 now. Is a steal. Yeah. I mean, that's why I bought him. That's, He's that was going the, up. That was the whole point. It was The issue was, for me, when I bought him, it was, do I want him or Jimenez from Wolves right. at 5.5? Yeah. Uh, I unfortunately did not get his points from the goal this week, which was on your bench. Which was a blister, it's a blister. So it was Mark Hughes saying all week long, he has a really bad blister. I'm going to make a late call on him, and so my my option was throw him in there and ho- and and maybe he comes out, maybe he doesn't, or or take Crystal Palace defensively at home. I, I mean, I like it seemed like a way better shot betting on Crystal Palace at home. At the very least,
2: mad props, bonus fantasy half point to Mark Hughes for at least coming out and saying, there's a blister I'm monitoring. Yep. You you reacted accordingly. It didn't work in your favor, unfortunately. True. But at I least you strip. knew about the blister. Yeah. Didn't know anything about the abductor muscle, which I, <laughs> I, I get it happened late <laughs> in the week. But still, a uh-huh. little help would have been nice there, Roy. Yep. Two names I want to mention on Southampton, aside from Danny Ings, number one Alex McCarthy. Hey, congrats for your England call-up, man. Well deserved. Yeah, well deserved. Eight points in this match. Yep. And then quietly uh, in your face, Dave, you mocked my ownership of Ryan Bertrand. I'm
1: going to still mock it, but go ahead
2: mock away six one seven and six Go i ahead. know
1: and i saw that and it was very painful four points per pound which I at hate, this
2: point in the season is
1: great i know i hate being wrong about things i feel then like this, i feel mocking? like i feel like this falls into the category of i'm not wrong he's gotten lucky category <laughs> you're just not right
2: yet
0: i get it i yeah. understand it's my watford um Nothing was more annoying to me than watching Cedric get the assist on Danny Ings after he hit the kicked the ball about a mile and it bounced perfectly in front of Danny Ings to get his goal. Of course, freaking Cedric! Of course, don't, he gets an assist. Don't chase his points. No, he. I sold him because he, he. It was already he was being transferred out a ton. He was doing nothing, and then he dropped to four point four, and now all of a sudden it's like you know you you could buy him back for a tenth less than you ever. You got him for at the beginning of the season.
1: Max Meyer, another sub in. Just gonna be hey, what are you, Ryan, why James are you Macarthur. Your, why are you your head? James so
0: Macarthur. This the guy cannot. The same as Christian Benteke cannot possibly keep not putting a ball past a keeper here. Sure he can. At some point, one of these woodwork shots or headers that are straight at someone's foot. McCarthy made the the save of the game was on Christian Benteke. Benteke did exactly what you expect that a good striker would do. He headed the ball straight down, and McCarthy made an unbelievable save yeah on christian Benteke S- save of the weekend it's true and Benteke has Benteke is back up there again, and big chances missed, and it's just gonna i I just feel like at some point it can't it can't miss. Every single time. Brian, MacArthur re- put one MacArthur put his shot off of the top of the woodwork that would have been a Jeffrey Schlup assist when he hit the woodwork on his shot. MacArthur's been so close to scoring here multiple weeks in a row. Brian. Uh, and it's just frustrating. I am a huge believer in
2: the law of regression. Mm-hmm. Like regression to the mean. Right. Uh, and so if, if I'm going to be consistent with that, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Benteke has to start scoring at some point. He's too good not to. It's been too long that he's not scored. But at the same time, I mean, he's like Christian Benteke has almost become a punchline. I don't believe. Listen,
1: there's a reason why there's a Christian Benteke Wasteful Player of the Week award. But
2: look, look, it was two seasons ago. He had 15 goals two seasons ago. Yeah, you know what his mistake was? I've talked about this before.
0: He went to Crystal Palace? No, he went to Liverpool. Oh, yeah, that's
2: true. When guys who are great for their clubs decide they want to go to bigger clubs. Danny Ings? Danny Ings is similar. Now, that was different because it's injury-related. Oh, different. It is different. All right. He was hurt for most of the time he was at Liverpool. He still wouldn't have played.
0: Mm. He wouldn't have played
1: over the other guys. Anyways, let's move on. It
0: so, James Tompkins, too. It's worth saying that the Huddersfield Examiner, among others, do not expect... James Tompkins to be available for the match against Huddersfield. Yeah. Uh, He's one of the reasons why I'm playing my wild card. Player. The summation of uh, of Roy Hodgson's comments on him is, calf strain, hasn't trained since it happened, is receiving treatment, and I don't know. That is about, this, that is about what we know Scott. about James Tompkins. And that was the point a couple weeks ago about Wayne Hennessy and the other defenders, the Crystal Palace defense overall. Tompkins and... Sacco together is formidable. Without Tompkins, I mean, I can't, I, I mean, I know losing Zaha is, uh, is the, the problem for them here, but not having Tompkins is not helpful. And Scott, so-
1: have you transferred Tompkins out yet? No. What Do you still own him for a
2: 4.5?
0: Yes.
1: He's now a 4.4. 30 4. 30- his ownership his care. ownership was
2: already at a five point one. If I move to Basa- Juan Bisaka, whatever, I get overall value back. I, I get the total value decreases, but I don't but care. But you
1: can't get I'm gonna get
2: to that in a minute. Once once
1: you lose a tenth, you can only gain it by another player earning a tenth back.
2: And that can
0: happen.
1: It, but it's twice as hard. Well I'll get to that in a minute.
0: So looking ahead. Southampton play Brighton at home, then they're at Liverpool, and then at Wolves right. before they come back home to Chelsea. But just a, just a reminder that Danny Ings is not eligible to face Liverpool.
1: Which is crazy because I thought he was sold.
0: Which he was, but he's
2: technically been loaned for this season, and then there will be a, That's a weird. sale of the player.
1: It's a little It must weird, be some little tricky paperwork there. Well,
0: yeah. Still, I mean... Overall, you don't love the Liverpool No, I mean Liverpool's obviously not a great matchup, but two, you know, you get two of the next four are just fine, and then Crystal Palace schedule still is overall positive until October 21st. But you know, you got to say Zaha and Tompkins, Zaha especially, uh, makes it, that makes that a little bit trickier. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm downsizing on Crystal Palace for sure.
0: Yeah, maybe. Look, if he comes back and plays against Huddersfield. I don't think anybody will be surprised any more than if you see him and he's in a, well, you know, in a lower body cast. I just need to his brother's cast.
1: Twitter account. That's all I need to do.
2: Okay. Everton 1, Huddersfield 1. Hey, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, good to see you. Philip Billing scoring as well for
0: Huddersfield. Oh. Nominee for a meaningless fantasy match of all time. Oh. Barely 3% ownership for all four attacking return players. Yeah. Um,
2: yes, but... But we said a couple weeks ago, hey, uh, Marco Silva has not integrated his new signings yet into the Everton lineup. He has started to do that now. A little bit. With some of the defender choices that he made this past week.
0: Makes it a little bit more interesting for Everton. Well, Dina Hey, is Wilson back yet? Dina for No, he's not.
1: Hey, when's Wilson back?
0: Not so until, I can start caring about Everton not again. until September 23rd or something. All right. Dina in for 76 minutes, starting in place of Leighton Baines, gets the assist on the uh, Excellent pass the, by yeah, Dinya, for sure and good good response. Calvert Lewin lucky guy that his studs up slide on hatter Jonai did not make any contact. Still probably could have. hatter Jonai from Huddersfield uh, continuing to look well. And good. Yes, of course he's he's very good, but yeah. but it's you know it's that same thing, you know you're not who's he kicking to. Until Steve Mounier or anybody else decides from Huddersfield that they want to put the ball into the net, it's no. just not. It's just This not, is yeah, so this is not happening.
2: All right. not to mix clubs here too much, but Theo Walcott off with an injury.
1: Yep, and Scott, I want to take uh, liberty at the moment mm-hmm. to talk about reacting and overreacting. Okay, because we've kind of been teasing this a little bit. I just want to say I want to say a few things. Number one, know the difference. Okay, know the difference between overreaction and reaction. Okay, the difference of erickson erickson dropping because of production like i did not change him out i did not knee jerk oh my gosh erickson didn't do anything this week i got to get him out of my lineup i did not waste transfer on that because i believe overall he is a good player and the points will come back to him i didn't also just react though i did nothing right reaction af- is, is in my opinion what you do after a couple weeks of bad form and or you know you're looking at the greater picture a, a knee-jerk reaction maybe is coming from someone who doesn't do it often. You could argue Watford, Scott, is overreaction, right? Um, That's my argument. Sure. No, and, and that and that is a fair argument. This is one of the things I want I want to talk about real quick. Sunday, I activated my wild card, and I got three players into my lineup, at least three. I take that back. There was four out of six that have moved up in value since I got them. I got Pedro and Alonso a couple weeks ago, and they've both gone up two tenths of a pound actually raising my value up on each player one tenth of a pound I'll get to that in a minute okay this is one of the reasons why I started paying attention to market value when I made that transfer the the wild card transfers on Sunday night I could tell by the transfers in that there was a bunch of guys that their values were about to go up. I had a few players that their values were about to go down, okay? Sure enough, come Monday, I was right. So I did not lose value on the players that I carded out, and I gained value on the guys that I transferred in. Now, look, I just want to bring this up for anyone out there who is confused by this you only get 50% of the, the rise of your player's value. So if I own a defender at a 4.0, a Juan bissaka and his value goes up, his, his Premier League value goes up to a 4.2, my value for what I bought him for now won't say 4.0. It will actually say 4.1. But it has to go up 50%. So in order for my Juan Basaka now for it to go up to a 4.2, right, now his overall value has to go up to a 4.4. Does that make sense? You only get 50% of the rise, and that was something that sometimes it's hard to get a grasp on. Now, if you have a player who loses value, I had a Christian Ericsson who dropped from a 9.5 to 9.4. I lost that 10th. That 10th mm-hmm. is gone. Okay, I have to now try to gain that back from another player. I say all this to say this, and I know I'm talking fast. This pot is long, and I'm just trying to get through it at this point. By the end of the season, and even after this wild card, what you'll start noticing is that everyone in your league, after the wild card, probably has six, five to at least six of the same players. Why? Well, because everyone wants those players, okay? So now, what's going to set your team apart and get you scoring higher than your teammates, than your league mates with the same players? And what that is, is differentials. It's the differentials, meaning who do you have that they don't have? Okay, because you're not gonna all have the same players. What fun is that? Okay, so by the end of the season, and I say all this to say this by the time, if you can make some money now, make it early in the season. Pay attention to whose value is rising, who's falling. By the end of the season, you're going to have some extra money in your total team value that you can now spend on your differential players. That now, because you you worked hard early, paid attention to the the transfer market. By the end of the season, it's going to pay dividends because you're going to have a little bit more money than someone else, and you might be able to get that one player that your your teammate, that your teammate, that your league mate can't get because you paid attention
2: to team value early in the season great speech however yes money does not equal points so you are not wrong however i would argue that the only time i'm going to truly follow your jump on the transfer early before the value changes idea the only time i'm gonna jump on that Is wild card. Right, because then you can make a change if someone gets hurt. Right. Right. Otherwise, it is worth it for me to risk losing a 10th here and there to wait to see from the Thursday press conferences. And, you know, obviously you can't entirely predict injuries because there's no injury protocol in the Premier League. Right. You know, insert curses here. Sure. But I much rather would wait. It's worth it for me to wait and risk losing a 10th to later in the week rather than make my decisions on Sunday night of the week that just ended. Right. That's, just, that's just my opinion.
0: But we'll see who's right. First of all, Theo Walcott, uh, Marco Silva said post-match that he felt something in his ribs. That was the first thing he said. That was why he was subbed off, felt right. something in his ribs. Right. Updated it later with BBC Sport to say, Theo, with a problem in his hips, is another problem for us. Yeah. So nothing further on this yet. But, but that's that not seem, good. does not seem great.
1: Something in your hips is not good.
0: No.
2: That uh, was almost the manager quote of the week, by the way. <laughs> something in your hips. I love something that. In your I hips. love that
0: so much. <laughs> a something on the on the lips and a something and no, and on and the No, hips.
1: no just, just stop. I don't know where you're going with
0: that. Second, <laughs> has been sold over a million times, and his price has dropped $1. Point one. Yeah, point one. Point a one. single point one percent.
1: I I think the Premier League is not following their own
0: rules because Le- only league only. mate, league our mini league mate Drew has said he thinks that that it's an intentional uh, messing around.
1: There is some chicanery
0: going on. It's an impossible number of dropping ownership for it to have only gone down point are you accusing
2: the fantasy premier league of price manipulation yes. sir I They're not following their own rules
1: players can't on suspension be. their prices don't are not supposed to lock
2: only on injuries are their prices supposed to lock. Maybe he also has a sore abductor muscle. Interesting.
0: Could be either way I just think that's uh, that's not good. Either and also either way losing Richarlison and losing Theo Walcott for attacking purposes for Everton is, Re- is really bad. Brutal. This is not, this it, and it changes, uh, definitely. I mean, it, how does that not affect going forward the, the the next set of decent matches that they have? They I mean, just drew it home with Huddersfield. Like, exactly. Obviously. A, came from behind <laughs> to draw against Huddersfield. Of course Huddersfield. it affects them. Yeah. Home against West Ham at Arsenal and then Fulham in their next three. And I mean, I, I don't know. One
2: point. One point from the next three matches if those guys aren't playing. Probably. Speaking of West Ham, West Ham nil, Wolves one. West Ham lose in the most painful way possible. Not just a goal in injury time, but an Adama Traore goal yeah. in injury time.
1: You know what he did after he scored that goal, Scott? What
2: did he do? He looked at the right at the camera and said, screw you, Scott. You hate it on me. That's fine. He showed me something I've never seen before, which is finishing touch in the final third. That's
1: true. Touche. One of
0: the the many, which we haven't really mentioned it much, but one of the many nominees for meaningless fantasy single goal of the season so far, just 0.6% ownership from Traore. And surprising 0.7% ownership on Bonatini. But I think that's only because he's a sub $5 striker transferred in 6,000 times this week. Nice job, everybody.
2: There are two special things to mention in this match. First of all, we've been waiting for the Christian Mateke Wasteful Player of the Week Award. It's time to give it out here, and I hesitated to do so because this did not, which is one of the usual criteria of this award, it did not affect the overall result of this match. But when you trip over the ball in the 18-yard box as a forward, you have to get the Wasteful Player of the Week Award. Right, I mean, right. it's yeah. it's kind of necessary the way that this happened. I feel bad for the guy. Raúl Jiménez is a great forward. He's oh. a he's a top. he's a tight, great is
0: loose. He should have put. He's he put great put that. in the
2: context of European football as a whole. He's decent in the Premier League. That's right.
0: He should have put it away.
2: <laughs> well, oh and he would have had he not literally tripped over uh. the ball. Brutal. Painful. But you know what? Because that happened, Christian, you know, there's no intent here. It actually happened. Christian Menteke, Wasteful Player of the Week Award, Raul Jimenez. Now, one more thing. The, you know, the thing that everyone's been following along with us all season long so far, the West Ham defender scoring update. Most important stat we have. Taking the total number of points among guys with D's on the West Ham squad. <laughs> they're in the positive now. Yeah yeah through four matches West Ham defenders have a grand total of five
0: points yep
2: by the way if we want to do the math on points per pound that's that's well below one overall
0: I know that you're not buying Traore, but he's been <laughs> nine thousand people have transferred him in so far and I'm sure that has everything it, to do with dollar dollar amount
1: at five point five is he pure crap
0: no not at all okay he's played but he's played a total of a game right in, in the three matches that he's played so 45, 18 and 28 minutes in three matches and I mean it's not a, it's not a stretch at all on the negative side to say he was seconds away from a blank. He was seconds away from another one in this match.
1: Hey, guess what Surprise Aaron Cresswell started
0: yeah well but listen we're not talking about him right now. Oh, okay. we're talking about the we're talking about the loose balloon. Uh, Adama Traore right now.
1: I know, I was just trying to move things on.
0: It's exactly those minutes that are the reason why we don't need to talk about him anymore. Here's, look, here's what is shocking about his time on the pitch, though, so far. 12 successful dribbles, second most in the Premier League, only Eden Hazard has more than him.
1: In those limited minutes?
0: Yes. Wow. Five key passes in... One matches worth of minutes. That's interesting. The same number as Pedro and Firmino and Kane have. Are right you trying now. to convince
2: me that he got better in the championship?
0: Three accurate crosses in his one match worth of minutes so far, which is the same number as Eden Hazard and Ben Davis and Ilkay Gundawan have. This is interesting, right now. Scott. Brian, you know how I feel about
2: you trying to convince me. With the use of stats,
0: <laughs> he is five. And as a if half. that's some si- some sort of solid foundation upon which to build your <laughs> argument. He is five and a half pounds, but if he's just going to Shakiri his way through the season here, obviously he's not a great own. But this is this is significant for a guy who's played forty six minutes in the last two weeks. And when
1: he plays, it will be out of position. And weirdly, they have him listed as a midfielder. No, he no, no. was a striker for. He's uh, not.
2: Uh, he's never out of position. The guy just only knows how to receive the ball and, and to start dribbling forward until he is dispossessed of the ball. That's yeah. historically his one move. In this instance, he happened to score a really nice goal.
0: Yeah, and you're not going to play West Ham in in a down in a slump every week either. I'm just saying, like this is a significant. A compilation of statistics to throw together. All right, in three, in in three, substitute appearances. Okay,
2: fine. I am, I am, I am making an executive decision, even though I have no authority to do so. Dave, are you transferring a Domitriori into your lineup?
1: If he starts again, I'm gonna start thinking. Shut about up! It.
2: No, you're not, <laughs> Brian. Are you gonna transfer Adam into
0: your lineup, man? If he starts getting shut. Some dark-
2: <laughs> that is not
0: true. I oh, don't know. The first time he plays 70 minutes, I don't know. I'll have All to right. think about it. Listen, that, I'm ending this something. pod.
2: We're getting into crazy talk now. I'm <laughs> ending this. Dave, we've given people everything they need and more. Yes, we have. And I hope that it's been fun for them. I hope so. It's been fun for me. Yeah, we had a great time. I hope you remember all my bleeps. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> hey,
1: listen, find <laughs> us in all the fancy soccer FC socials. We're everywhere. Find us. Our blog is always loaded with with excellent pieces that will help you in your fantasy week. You don't want to give people some uh, captain choice. Captain's choices. God bless. Yes, let's get that quickly. I have a hard choice between uh, Hazard home to Cardiff and Aguero home to Fulham. I have a difficult choice there for me.
0: My choice, I think, is definitely going to be Aguero out of the out of the big three guys, just because Fulham has allowed uh, the fourth most shots on target of uh, all of all Premier League teams so far. So I feel like, boy, fingers crossed that, if Aguero, uh, starts, that Aguero starts. Right? I think it would be really tough not to captain him again. I think it's going to be tough uh, in in a tough matchup with Spurs thinking that it's going to be tough uh, for for money or sala but scott real quick for sure
2: here's the deal i have no idea yet okay i'm gonna wait to see until after the international break i'm probably gonna play my wild card i have enough places where i need to improve my squad
0: yeah and i feel
2: like i can do it by buying up but countering that by buying down in other places it's gonna look totally different so i have no idea
1: all right that's fine that's a valid answer a lot of people are dealing with that right now Hey, listen, hope you have a great rest of the international break for the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith. Until next time.